All right, here we go. Creative Club Podcast. Thanks for tuning into another episode. You're here with John Marsh. Hope you've had a great week so far. Today, we're talking about emotions and selling. So we've got your emotions in your sales process and around your sales process. And then we've got emotions with the person that you're speaking to, right? Because you're going to be talking to someone and at times you're going to be dealing with the emotions that they have as well. So we're going to talk about how this wraps into your selling. This is one of the most important parts of sales as well. And I started thinking about this one because sales comes up a lot in Creator Club. It's something that we speak to coaches about literally every day. But also the other week I was uh, down the street here and I was in a shop and I always love to study the retail stores, hospitality stores to look at how they're selling, to look at how they're doing their marketing. Usually retail and hospitality are really great sort of places for observation. I don't know if you've ever done that, but you can watch how the staff are showing up, what's going on behind the scenes and you can really learn a lot and just notice a lot. And it's always a good thing to practice, but there's a store locally that's a surf shop and it's kind of divided into two sections. One side of the surf shop's got surfboards, probably a thousand surfboards lined up. The other side's got the clothing. And if you go into the surfboard store, the surfboard side for something, fin, surfboards, wax, whatever, they're great, really good customer service. If you go into the other side, they'll totally ignore you. So what will happen is you'll walk in and you'll be trying to get some help with something, t-shirt, clothing, shoes, whatever it is. And you'll literally have to go up and talk to them and, and try to get their attention. It's, two, it's almost like it's two different businesses. It's quite remarkable. But anyway, I was thinking about this. I was thinking, why does this exist in retail? And it seemingly is more and more common. And uh, obviously, there's a couple of things. One, you, when you're an employee in retail, you don't have the risk, right? Like you don't have to pay the leases. You don't have to pay the stock. Uh, you don't have much skin in the game. You're there and you're on a wage, on a salary, and you might be full-time or part-time, and you're getting a wage come in every couple of weeks. And that's, in many cases, not all, but in many cases, that's the extent of the risk that you've got. So there's no real incentive to really perform, right? If you have the risk on the table, where you've got skin in the game, you have to really show up because everything counts. The other thing, though, is sometimes... Uh, we might just be thinking about something totally different, right? Like I, when I first went into a sales role, when I left corporate, went into a running store selling shoes, there was another guy who worked in the shoe store and he would spend most of his time watching the TV that was hung up high and on his phone. And literally a customer would come in and you'd have to nudge this guy, like punch him in the arm to get him to wake up and focus on the customer. And he managed to kind of last a little while, but the point being when you are thinking about something else or you're an emotionally caught up in something else, it impacts the your behavior and impacts the selling, right? Makes total sense in that setting. If you go to the cafe and the person who's selling you the coffee has a bad day or 
is tired or whatever it is that impacts their service typically so it, the emotion the 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 ability to be present the emotion plays into sales in a massive way and that's just the surface level so this is what i wanted to talk about because it comes up in coaching and creative businesses all the time okay so let's let's frame this up we're going to look at it from just three different points and you're going to walk away possibly with a different perspective on emotion but with a way to kind of see this differently firstly is the emotion that we carry into the sale okay so this is how you feel what you're thinking about how you sort of perceive selling in general how you think about the person that you're speaking to how you think about your business in general your offer all of this is impacting your own emotional state second we've got the emotional state of the person who you're speaking to right which can be either high or low and how do we deal with that so the first one let's focus on us first right so you're you're selling your business now there's a couple of things that we need to think about one is if you think about that surf store the job of that salesperson is to follow a sales process right the job is to follow a sales process the only emotion that has like a role in that job is neutral or or a belief in the customer so like they need to believe in the in the product or the offer they need to believe in themselves and they need to believe in the customer but every other emotion can impact the sale in a way that's non-productive now a lot of people be like well what about positive right what about being happy and positive very true and in many cases important especially hospitality retail like having a sort of a a, a, a nice vibe or a positive vibe is going to help in a bigger sales setting or negotiation or a bigger ticket sale i remember selling like an actual business right so a couple of times when you're looking at a bigger ticket sale could be your coaching program whatever it is the positivity loses value because it doesn't actually have a long-term impact on the person on the client right they don't really benefit if you're positive in the sale sure they might like it more but if they're any if they've got the head on straight they're actually going to be looking at the sale rationally to see if the value stacks up and if it can help them with the vision so the positivity thing great but doesn't have a long-term impact on bigger uh, bigger sales or it's not even essential on medium-sized sales but belief belief is something that's important so when we zoom out and look at the selling look at what's really going on what we see is we have a process and we've talked about this in episode 12 if you missed it go back and check that out three things you need for your sales uh, but effectively you the job of the salesperson is to follow the process and the process includes helping the person flesh out their vision helping them get clear on where they want to go and then seeing if your product or service can help support them in that vision right help them to overcome an obstacle support them in realizing the vision that's that's the goal that's the job okay so let's play out what happens when we bring our emotion into it and look at 
uh, three different examples. Let's say, so emotion is driven by, is either driven, it's either led by thought or it's alongside thought, right? Some people will say it comes first. Some people will say it, it follows thought. I kind of think it can be either, but let's play it out. Let's say, for example, you're new in your coaching business and you really want more revenue. Very common, right? Very, very common, especially in the first six to 12 months. You want more clients because that's the, the goal, right? That's the goal of growing your business. You want money to come into your business. Okay, so you have some emails come through. You've got a couple of inquiries and they're going to do a sales con consultation with you. Now, you have a desire for these sales to happen because you want the money to come into your business. The thought of it would be nice if these people sign up with me or buy my program, maybe they'll buy my program, that thought creates the emotion of desire. You're thinking about the possibility of the sale creates desire and you start to want the sale. Now that desire, when you sit down with the person in the conversation is felt as need, right? It's felt as neediness, okay? Whenever we, and this is something we talk about in Career Club, but whenever we feel neediness in the sale and we're the client, we are repelled, okay? So the thought or the desire, the thought of wanting the sale, the desire of wanting to get the sale becomes a grasping for the sale, becomes neediness. So our carrying our thought and emotion into that sale of desire impacts the sale in a negative way because neediness, as Jim Camp said, the late Jim Camp, the only thing neediness is good for is creating a vision of weakness. It does not help the sale, okay? So we need to eliminate all need. That's actually one of the tenets that we've got in vision-based selling, eliminate all need. So that's the first one. So we need to understand this so that we can work around self-coaching on the thought that creates that emotion before we go into the sales. Let's look at a couple of other examples and then we'll talk about that. Uh, let's say you the, the person comes in, there's like an email to your business and you don't think that this person or someone messages you, whatever, you don't think this person can afford your service because they've come to all the free events, they're not sure, they've been hesitant. So you, you have an assumption around their ability to afford your service, right? Maybe you've put the pricing up and you assume people won't be able to afford the new pricing, whatever it might be. That assumption creates an emotion where you've disqualified the person who you're speaking to, right? So it's a lack of belief in the client. And the lack of a belief as an emotion impacts the sale, right? So the assumption creates an, an emotional overreaction that impacts the sale. How do you know if they can afford it or not, right? Maybe they've been saving for this service that you have for six for the last six months and then now they're really excited okay so again the emotion that we carry in the lack of belief in the client based on the assumption the thought that they can't afford it is going to negatively impact your sale let's look at another one which is not neediness for you 
but let's just call it compatibility, right? You think that this person who's inquired is a really great fit for your service, right? You're like, yeah, this, this person's, they've got influence. They're exactly the kind of person that I help. Um, I think it's going to be a great fit. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Okay. Well, that thought creates excitement, right? It creates excitation. When you go into the sales conversation and you're overly excited about it, that creates an emotion or that, that's perceived as from the person who you're speaking to, again, as neediness, right? Why is this person so excited to talk to me about the service? Okay. Every emotion that you bring in, every thought that you bring in and project into the sales conversation and every emotion that goes alongside of it gets in the way of your sales process and your process is to help them flesh out a vision, see where they want to go, see what problems that they've got, getting where they want to go and if you can help them with your service. We have no idea before we go into a sales conversation whether what we have can even help this person because we don't know the context in full of the person who we're about to speak to. Every assumption that we have around their situation, whether it's going to be a fit, whether it's not going to be a fit, whether it's too expensive, whether they can afford it, whether we want the sale or not, every assumption and thought that we have going into a sale brings emotional baggage with it and that is transmitted into the sale and is felt by the other person we're talking to and impacts the sale, okay? So the more violent these fluctuations get, the less aware we are of the thinking and the more the emotional turbulence is carried into the sale, the more it impacts the selling to the point where you'll often meet people and they'll be getting lots of no's in the sales They'll really need the clients. There's lots of neediness coming through. It will result in lots of lots of no's, like a string, 10, 12 no's. Then they'll do the thought work, the coaching work around the mindset. Eliminate the neediness for a period. And then they'll just get lots of yeses, right? It's, a, it's like a switch. Because any time that you go into the sale with neediness, you're basically repelling the sale. It's very, very powerful. Okay, so just to clear this up. We're not saying that you don't feel emotion or emotion is bad, anything like that. What we're saying is the better that you get at sales, the more you realize that it's a process. And part of that process is the coaching work, whether it's self-coaching, working with a coach, to blank slate the mind, to not bring in your desires, your hopes, your dreams, your wants, your needs into the sale process, to blank slate the mind neutralize your emotions so that you can follow your sales process uh, as professionally as possible and get to the right outcome, arrive at the right outcome with the person that you're speaking to, to see whether or not you can help them. Now, the right outcome might be a yes, it might be a no. We don't know because our job is to sit, help them to flesh out the vision and find out, right? So that's that's our process. Now, if you find that you're bringing lots of emotion into your sales, 
or you're feeling very emotional in your selling, if you're feeling very emotional in your selling, you're going to be bringing a lot of emotion into the sales. And you you have you you will have emotionally driven selling, right? Which is not rationally driven selling, which is it's not going to be as effective. If you find that that's happening, the first step is to pause. Say, okay, cool. So I don't want to go into more selling with this. I want to zoom out for a second. I want to look at the thoughts or assumptions that I have that are creating these emotions before I go into the sell sale. So I want to look at my situation, my business. Do I need the clients? Is there neediness coming through? Is there desire coming through? Uh, what is coming through? Is there belief or lack of belief coming through? What's happening that could be impacting my emotion? What coaching work do I need to do around my thinking to be able to come into these sales conversations more rationally? Okay, so that's that's the whole thing for your, your emotional state. It's like there's really not a place to bring in a lot of your own stuff into the sales process. So we practice by doing the coaching work around the thinking so that we can come in and follow the process rationally and arrive at the best outcome. Now, what if your client comes in emotionally, high or low? We mentioned this at the start. Your job, because you've blank slated the mind, is to steer, one of your jobs is to steer the emotion in the conversation. So if your client's coming in very down, you can use, you can deploy positive emotion. Maybe you can support them on something, give them some positive feedback, whatever it is, to bring emotion back up to neutral so that this helps them to make a rational decision on the purchase and is going to help your sales process. It's a healthier sales process. If you don't do this, there's a risk that you together will spiral downwards, right? Which you don't want happening. Now, if they come in super excited, like, I can't wait to start working with you. I love what you do. Again, your job is to see this happening and use emotion to bring the energy back down to neutral. Okay. Because again, you don't want them making an overexcited, emotionally driven purchase. We want them to make a rational purchase because then the sale can stick. It, it can be the correct decision, right? It's all about the correct decision. Can your service help them with the vision that they have? So step one is understanding, okay, if I'm coming into emotional in, into sales emotionally, it's gonna be impacting the sale, just like in the, running in the retail store. My job is to blank slate the mind, stick to my process, and do the self-coaching work around my thinking so that I can do this and I can, I can understand my emotions in the sale. From that position, I can steer the energy in the consultation and I can see if the person's coming in too hot or they're down or they're high, they're elevated, excited, frustrated, and I can support them or I can uh, slow things down to steer the emotion into a more rational place to make the decision comfortable and make sure that this person in front of me feels like they're making the right decision, that's it, that it's their decision based off of the vision that they have and the, and the service that we provide. And this will lead to the best outcome. Okay, so process-driven selling doesn't have a big space for us to bring in our own stuff, okay? Very, very important. And 
possibly one of the biggest unlocks for new business owners in the sales in the selling world of selling is to a establish that sales process and then b understand what emotion and thinking they're bringing into the sales process and how powerful it can be in terms of impacting the selling okay that's it for today hope this was helpful if it was send it along to someone else uh, it's kind of like a deeper insight or a deeper view into why we need a sales process if we don't then or a system if we don't have that we're going to just be emotionally uh, running around in your selling which won't be helpful for you or the person that you're serving if it's helpful share this with a friend subscribe to the show and check out the website for a couple of new downloads that we now have available. One is called Client Attractors. It's a short PDF that was taken from a presentation we did and it dives into five uh, key ways that you can position as a high value coach and attract better clients into your business, bring more money into your business without stress. Okay, so have a look at that. It's up on the website, creditclub.link. That's it for me. Thank you for listening and see you on the next episode.